Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on? This is episode 203 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host and 64 Josh Player 2. Eric, what's going on, buddy? What is going on? What is up, NPC fam? It is your boy, Hate Zero, your hero. That's right. Your hero's back. Your hero's back. Guys, the music you're hearing is from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Also, the chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You automatically save $10 at checkout. And lastly, guys, this is kind of exciting. A lot of you have asked for this. So step one is another castle is now on Kindle. Okay. Hmm. Now available on like available now available now. So if you, if you search for another castle and I just put Josh at the end of it, when I searched for it, it, it popped up on Amazon. I'm in, I'm working on, I'm working on getting a physical release. Okay. I've got to get some, Uh, There's a little bit of work I have to do getting the formatting right and everything like that. But it could be very soon that it'll be available in as a physical release because I know a lot of people have asked for that. Okay, so um, it's in the works. It's in the works. I'm, I'm taking the right steps. Okay, so if you if you read on Kindle, it's available now. And uh, if you want to get your hands on a physical copy coming soon coming soon. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, lastly, guys, if you want to be able to help support the content I create, you can go to patreon.com slash N six for Josh. All right. With that, we're going to get on to the announcements. Hey, listen. This is the last few days to get in with our giveaway. If you go to N six for Josh.com slash giveaway, you can be entered to win a $50 eShop card from myself and Captain Dangerous, who today, today was tweeted out by Nintendo with a picture of her young Link amiibo and the moon from Majora's Mask. And how crazy was that? Like, it looked super, super sick. So if you guys didn't see it, go check Nintendo's Twitter. I did retweet it, but... uh you know, go, go check it out. Super, super cool. Um, as far as like streaming schedule, things like that, guys, I'm starting 3 p.m. Pacific Monday through Friday. You can go to n64josh.com slash slash calendar to see when stuff's happening. Um, we got a Mario Kart tournament on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or community game nights, things like that. And, you know, stuff will be getting added to this thing. But uh, if you want to keep up to date, that's the best place. 
And with that, we're going to move on into what we've been playing and we're going to be talking about some indies. It's going to be, it's going to be quite the, quite the, quite the talk here. I played, I played quite a bit this weekend. So here we go. All right. I'm going to let you kick it off, man. What? Okay. Have you been All right. Playing? Um, so I, I played Cuphead again and, uh, the, the biggest thing I want to touch on, we already talked about it, so I'm not going to beat the dead horse. Right. But the, the, time to game on the switch is really what makes the switch so amazing to me you know when you know you've got 10 minutes 15 minutes to play that could be 20 attempts at a boss and cuphead if you die quickly um it's huge to be able to play and you're in a game in under 30 seconds or however long it takes it's so quick on the switch i love it so another big shout out to nintendo you're killing it i love you I picked up a game today. <laughs> it's a hockey game, Super Blood Hockey. Um, I won't go too far into it because I know you have a, a whole list of things to talk about. The game is like a 16-bit uh, top-down hockey game. Kind of reminds you of all those Super Nintendo sports games that you used to get. Um, the controls are fantastic. And... Okay, let me just sum it up for you. Why this is a game for you, Josh. I'm playing a career mode. I'm playing against Russia. I chose to be uh, USA. You can be North Korea or whatever country you want, right? Chose to be USA. Playing against Russia. I killed one of their other players when we got into a fight in the first uh, period. And we had to skate around his dead corpse the rest of the the hockey match. <laughs> and you would think this is funny and nice, right? But you have to play around him because the puck doesn't go through the dead corpse. So you have to you have to actively avoid it and like you have to strategize around this dead body. And the other team does not get a sub. So if you kill somebody, there's no sub. They're just down a well, dead player. How are you killing somebody? That's just from checking them into the glass or what? Uh, yeah. High sticking? So, no, we, so you get into fights in the game. And fights are important to note, too, because when you're fighting, you can accidentally knock out your own teammates. <laughs> so so you got to be careful. But uh, when you're fighting, sometimes, you know, if you land the right hits you will you will kill another player and uh man it's it's really good it's really refreshing at one point i injured three other so there's five players right with the goalie but i injured three people on the team so it was just one guy playing center and against my entire team it was so amazing um so you say it, injured do they like limp along at that point no, so they, depending on the injury, they stay down for a length of, of time. So, um, <laughs> does if it it's tell a you what the injury, injury is? They'll just, yeah. So, if it's a minor injury, like one guy had a hurt elbow, okay. Um, he'll just lay down on the, the ice convulsing for a little while and then he'll get back up. The dead guys don't convulse, they just sit in the pool of their blood. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, how man, could you I'm kill the whole team? Game. I, I try. I mean, I, I imagine you could. I don't know. Uh, no online play. That's the if that game. So there is four player um, local, and it's a blast. Everyone should get. I think it's on sale for eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. Um, it's a blast. Everyone play. There is no online play. If they ever add that, man, this game's going to just be a riot. 
So, oh, man, uh, I'm loving it. You know, I'm not a huge hockey fan. I love the sport, but I don't really follow it. Uh, this this game is absolutely worth it. It's wild. It's wild. It sounds it sounds really good. I saw some other people playing it, you know, but uh, man, I was like, oh, I just I know I know if I buy it, I'm not going to play it. Right. But that that sounds pretty fun. Like maybe I take it down to my dad's and be like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. We're playing some we're playing some uh, playing some hockey old school. Yeah. And the controls are simple enough um, that, you know, your dad or anyone could really pick it up and play and have fun. Um, all you use is the face buttons um that's it so it's pretty simple to control but there's there's a lot of strategy in there um so it's a blast speaking of my dad little little rabbit trail here but uh i handed him punch out not mike tyson's punch out not featuring mr dream the arcade punch out oh okay he beat Glass Joe his first try. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Not his first yes, try. Yes, he did. No, his I don't first buy it. Try. I, I need a video where I don't buy it. I immediately thought about you as soon as he put him down. I was like, oh my gosh, my dad just beat Glass Joe. <laughs> Your dad is a better gamer than I am, confirmed. <laughs> It hurts a little, not going to lie. I just, I just wanted to let you know. I just, I thought you'd like that one. So appreciate that. Appreciate um, that. Guys, the, really the question is what didn't I play this weekend? I played a lot. There's, I think, 14 new first looks up on my YouTube channel. Now, some were from the, the, a week ago, but I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of touch on these briefly, you know, and, and, Eric, if you've got a question or anything like that, feel free to stop me. Right. So, um, the first one was, was path to the mezzanine, which is, uh, this, some of these aren't like brand new. Like they didn't just come out. Some of these, the, the, I got the keys a little bit late, but this is like, you play as this hand drawn little girl. And she's running away from the camera for the most part, just down. A, it's basically just like a tube, like a corridor. Okay, and you get to a point to where you've got to start pressing certain buttons based on different patterns and moving. You can get to a point where you can you can rotate this corridor and there's all these different puzzles and the art. The artwork is cool. The music's kind of cool. It's It's got a real creepy vibe to it. I was not expecting much from this. And all of a sudden I was like, this is this is this is pretty cool. So if you guys want to check it out, it's a path to the mezzanine. Um hmm. And uh, it starts, it's, it's path, then it's path two, and then it actually starts with an M. Uh, but, but yeah, you can check out the first look for that one. It, very interesting. Shadowgate on the Switch. Now, Shadowgate has been a series, from my understanding, like when I, when I went to Google it or, or searched to title this video, I think Shadowgate goes all the way back to the NES era. For my okay. understanding, I'm not completely positive, but I know for sure it goes back to 64, but I think it goes all the way back to NES and maybe somebody in chat can confirm, but what was, okay. This is a point and click adventure. Like, Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a key. Grab the key, unlock the door. There's thistles, you know, or, or like a, you know, a briar patch or whatever, hit it with your sword. There's a helmet, pick up the helmet. 
and you're just moving from area to area, looking for different clues, things like that. There's this little, this little skull that's with you. That'll give you hints. And uh, again, not a game that I would typically uh, get real invested in or have, but I think we ended up doing like a 25 minute first look on this one. Like, cause I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. You know, like I grabbed the torch and I burned the carpet in front of me and that, that, or the, 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 the rug that was in front of me and it disappeared and, you know, poof of smoke and just like, Oh wait, there's a dead body here. Let's search it. And you know, so on and so forth. And so, uh, not again, not something I would typically play, but I'm kind of excited to go back to this one. Really? Like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And so that's Shadowgate on the switch. Um, next up was witch thief on the switch. And unfortunately, this one just really didn't do much for me. It, uh, it the controls were pretty good, but it felt a lot like that. Uh, that remember that Tuhu Tabutu burst battle. Remember that like from way back when the switch first launched, it was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty, I think I gave it like a 5.5 when I reviewed it. And so it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bullet hell game. But nothing about it really grabbed me right off the bat. In fact, I think I only did about a seven minute video on it because I was like, I kind of can see what we're going to get here. And it just didn't do much for me. You know, you you had a couple different moves that you could do. You could you could absorb everybody's magic that they were sending at you and then send it back. But really, it didn't it just didn't. There, there was, there was not a real, like real fun factor there. It controlled good. It looked okay, but there was very few animations to the characters. So it was kind of like, you almost felt like you were playing like an alpha or something like there needed to be a little bit more, uh, put into this thing. And so, um, not one that I'm, that I'm, I'm really recommending that's, that's witch thief on the, on the switch. Um, next one we played was, was crash bots. And this was kind of, kind of like an endless runner in a way, like your, your bot runs towards the goal and you're just moving left or right to dodge things or jumping over things or sliding under things or shooting things if they're in your way, you know? So it's very much feels like a, like a, like a solid mobile game but I don't know that it's something that I would go back to on my switch. Right. Some people might really enjoy it. It might, you know, trying to get the best possible runs and things like that. Like there's, there's some things here to keep you busy, but I just don't know that like sometimes the games just feel a lot like a mobile game. And this one definitely had that feel to it. I watched the video of that one today and because uh, I was looking on the eShop for, for things I might try. And I think that one was on sale, maybe. Um, and immediately I was like, that looks like it'd be fun to waste 15 minutes on my phone. Yeah. And that's and that's about it. Like, I mean, it controlled smooth and it looks OK and everything like that. It's just it's just for me, it didn't do a whole lot. You know, maybe maybe for somebody, though, you never know. Um, I talked, uh, I talked a little bit about steam world quest last week, jumped into that, did, did a little more of a first look, got to see some of the, the more of the world, some of the bosses, things like that. I can't believe how much I like this game. And I'm seeing that more and more from people in the discord too, saying this is, this game is, is, is really good. It's very accessible, which I think is really something worth noting about this title is that a lot of times these, these RPG card games can have like, 
they can feel like the learning curve is going to be so much. I don't want to take the time with it. That's not this game. This game is very like, uh, very simple, but also very fun. So I do, I do highly recommend uh, SteamWorld Quest. So how, how do you rate other um, card games like this? Like, are you a fan of that genre or is this kind of? No, I think the reason, so I don't know that I've played many others, many other card games, just from what I've, uh, just from what I've, you know, picked up along the way, just watching other games that are similar to it or whatever. But what was, what, what gets me about this one is I was able to get into Octopath Traveler and this game feels kind of like that. I was able to get into mm-hmm. Battle Chasers and this game feels like that. Even though the, the it's just the major difference is the uh the way you combat is, right? But it's so it's so simple and so so inviting that I could I could imagine for some people that are that are real into the genre or, or or maybe are hoping for something a little deeper, they could possibly be disappointed. For me, I was kind of like, no, I like how accessible this is. And I'm very pleased with the uh, overall, the complete package, the story, the, the, the graphics, the controls, everything, the, the graphic style I've, I've talked about in the past. It's the steam world stuff is not my, like it's not my favorite, not completely my cup of tea, but but not bad. And this one actually has grown on me more than the others. Like this Hmm. one's actually kind of like changed my mind somewhat on that graphic style, because I almost feel like maybe this one has a little more in the animation department versus uh, um, some, some of their, their past ones where it was like, it it almost like I, I, I oftentimes liken it to, uh, you know, like, like those, uh, like paper dolls that you cut out and then you cut out the arms and then you put the little pins and then the arms just kind of move. And there's not really, that's kind of, and I think that's kind of what they're going for. But for me, it's not a style an art style that like is very appealing. I'm like, I, I, I feel like, I feel like it takes away any of the, the life likeness of, of the characters. Whereas this game, you can swing your sword fluidly. Like it just, it, to me, it just has a little more, a little more appeal graphically. Um, okay. And I, and I might even nick nitpicking a little bit, but it's no, uh, I mean, that's fair. I think they nailed the graphics they were going for, but it's just not something you like and that's fine. It's okay. Played more mortal Kombat. Still really liking that, you know, the uh, we're going to wait a little bit of news about it. Cryptic dropped some news and I saw it earlier. I just forgot to throw it in the notes, but I got it there now. Um, a little bit of news about mortal Kombat Cause it kind of came under fire for some of its uh, uh, microtransactions and, and things like that. I saw some crazy clickbaity YouTube videos saying it was like almost $6,500 worth of things to buy. I think, you know, it was like, that was one of the things on Reddit and it's like, eh, I don't, I don't, I read some of the but comments you can grind to get everything right. You can, and it's easier now. And so we'll, we'll talk right. about it, but, um, but still just very impressed with how that runs on the switch. I'm, I'm having a great, uh, a great, great time with it. So um, I do want to, let's see here. What looks like uh, um, pit rate from chat is saying, yeah, the tween based animation has never been my cup of tea either. So talking about, uh, uh, talking about steam world. So um, the other, the next game I got into, which 
I, I, once I learned about this game and what, what it was about, I was very excited to try it. And it was dragon's dogma. And so from my understanding, this is a, a fairly, um, I think it's like a seven year old title based on like, I think the, the box or like the, yeah, the copyright here says 2012 and 2019. And so it, uh, kind of like monster hunter, but at the same time, you're kind of like building a team that you go and attack these giant monsters with. And there was some, there were some mechanics that were a little different. Like at one point I was hanging onto the side of this monster and just, just hitting it with my sword. Right. But I could also, um, jump in and do like, um, you know, like aerial attacks and, and, and things like that. So they're just, there was, uh, it, it was pretty cool. I mean, you just, you start off, it just jumps you right into the action. You're, you're, you're seeing this giant dragon and then you got to make your way through and you're killing smaller enemies and things like that. And then, um, eventually fight this bigger boss. And I've only scratched the surface with this one, but I am excited to get back into it in the, uh, um, you know, but we did about a 15 minute look at it and, um, I was, I was, uh, uh, pulled in almost immediately. So, and, and the comment section of this video, I've had a lot of people are like, this is such a great game. Oh, this is so good. You know, like, so, um, there's some people that are, uh, um, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty excited. So, uh, next up was Katana zero. I feel like this is, uh, this is, uh, this is an Eric game. Is it? I've been, uh, looking at it. I think it is because it's got just, I, I think maybe some of the pixel art and stuff, it gives me a little bit of a Celeste vibe. Now, obviously we're not talking about the platforming and stuff, but it kind of has some of that, but with, with combat mixed in. Right. But it's also got, it's not just going around and just, just slicing and dicing the whole time. Like, like for instance, early on in the game, you, you make your way to who you're supposed to be rescuing. And then, um, something happens. I won't spoil it. And then, uh, uh, you know, like an alarm has been triggered and you have to fight your way back out, but you can flip on some of the traps while the enemies are trying to get to you and you can actually kill them with their own, you know, with, with their own traps basically. Hmm. And so, uh, g- graphically control wise, the music, like the story, just interesting stuff going down, surprising stuff going down. Like, did I just see this? Like it's, it's, uh, it's a little on the, on the gory side for a, for like a 16 bit kind of, uh, looking game. And so, you know, I, I, but I really think it's in your wheelhouse. I would, I would recommend you pick this one up. Did you play the I messenger will pick it up tonight? Well, there you go. Did you play the messenger? Uh, it was like Ninja Gaiden and then it turned right. into Metroid near the end. No, I didn't. Okay. So this, I mean, this had a, a this is a little bit similar to that as far as okay. the, just the side scrolling platforming, but uh, overall I liked it. And then the last one I played was box point box girl. And Wow. What a fun little puzzle game. I actually can't wait to play this game with my wife and to um, try to figure out the puzzles together and um, do that kind of stuff. Cause that's just, that's, that's again, that's right in her wheelhouse and just the simplicity of it. And 
um, the mechanics, the gameplay, that kind of stuff. It, it's, it's really quite enjoyable, you know, and it's, there's also, it's also quite comical the way you can end up killing yourself. Like I, at one point I found myself like, like you make the cubes come out of your body and then you have to throw them. Otherwise they're connected to you. Well, I like drop down and, uh, I, I drop down and I'm I've I've created this bridge so that I, I could cross it, except I'm still connected to the bridge. And if I let go, I fall to my death and his feet were just dangling. Right. And so it was I don't know. I, I thought it was really, really quite charming and and stuff like that. So um, hmm. um pretty good. Pretty good. And I think it's only 10 bucks. I think it's like nine ninety nine on the eShop. So um, that was another one. Uh, another one I checked out. I, uh, let's see. Heads down from chat says, wow, you did play a lot of games. None were final fantasy game. Uh, just turn in your gamer card now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever played a final fantasy? Uh, I mean on the NES. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a couple on the switch you probably have heard of. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of wondering if they wouldn't be a good since I am going on vacation here, I might snag one of them and that may be what I just kind of lose myself in. But then I'm afraid people will be like, "Why aren't you streaming this? We want to be able to make fun of you while you play this," you know. So, yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, those are really good games to to just dig in, you know, pay attention to the story and and play them. Um Yeah, I I I would I would definitely say pick up one, play it on your vacation and then, you know, stream stream another. You can stream 10 or something. <laughs> man, oh man. That's uh yeah. Pick up 7. That's uh, do what Crawler says. You and him can can play through it together blind. Crawler's never played 7 either. You guys <laughs> you guys should play 7. Um you know, g- go in with an open mind realizing that, you know, graphically it's from 96 or 97 whenever it came out oh my favorite era of playstation games exactly everything Uh, has giant (laughs) blocks for hands and heads and the story's good the gameplay is really solid you know think about octopath when you're playing that game okay Okay. um you know the gameplay is really really fun their strategy it's it's good got it got it all right well uh uh, before we go to the news, I forgot to do this in the uh, the uh, announcement section, but I was sent a box by a friend of the show. He's in the discord. He hangs out in chat. Sometimes he was hanging out in the stream today. It goes by street lamp kid. Okay. And he sends me a box. And so I waited and I opened it on stream. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So you guys can, you can watch the, the, I'll have the vlog up. You can, you can watch the whole thing, but, but here, here we go. I'm going to, there's just three items here. And so, so the first thing I see, the first thing I see is super Mario three. Okay. Super Mario three, the secret bridge. So, it's kind of cool. I'll be able to read it to my nephews or whatever. They'll they'll be they'll be into it. Okay. The did next it come already opened or did you open it so you could read it? That it was this. Yeah, this was also this. He sent me a handwritten note that was like, "Hey, I'm downsizing my collection. Here's some of my stuff." Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So 
So here we go. Here's the next thing he sent no. me. No. He sent me a power no. glove. <laughs> really? He sent me a power glove. Wow. With all the connectors, like everything. It's the full the full deal. I, I think it's the 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 large, so it fits. It fits Does it fit? Yeah, it fits my hand. I don't know why you're not doing all podcasts everything you do with that on now like what are you doing i know i'm letting everybody down but i want to see if you remember these okay the last thing he sent me here is a nintendo game pack from tops mm-hmm. and their cards okay 25 cents with top secret tips three scratch off cards okay so, was that an unopened pack? No, it was it was opened, oh, okay, okay. but not used. So double dragon. There you go. Do you remember these where you had to scratch? I do remember those. Yeah. And there, Glass Joe, you might have been able to beat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That would have helped. Dude, I played these things for every time I got the chance, I'd buy one of these these things when I was a kid. They're Super Mario That's Brothers. So awesome. And then the last two were uh, were stickers. So um, really cool. Really cool. Still in this in the wax, the wax pack, which I thought was which, you know. Just so unique. I had forgotten about these things completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until until I saw them. So um, really, really cool. Thank you so much, uh, Street Lamp Kid. I really do appreciate it. That, that power yeah. glove. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Can't can't wait to uh, get that get that displayed and whatnot. So and who knows? We might try. We might try some rad racer and some punch out. See if I can beat Glass Joe with the power glove. I'm I'm kind of doubting it, you know. So yeah. chat <laughs> chat is saying eat the eat the gum. There was no gum. There was no gum. It probably turned to dust already. More than likely, that's what. Uh, Back then, but, all cards, whether it was basketball, baseball, or apparently Nintendo card, everything came with gum for some reason. It. Oh yeah, yeah. Just so I think I think dentists were in on this like just to get more <laughs> more cleanings and fill more cavities you know makes sense makes sense so. all right well hey let's uh, jump on over to the news okay so randy pitchford from gearbox would love to see borderlands on the switch all right let's see uh borderlands 3 of course coming out Right. So, uh, so here we go. Somebody tweeted at him and said, is there any chance to see Borderlands series on the Nintendo switch? And his reply was, I would love to see that happen. Now. I don't know why that wouldn't be possible. Based on the fact that we've seen games like doom, you know, Wolfenstein. Right. And, uh, uh, upcoming assassins creed, Right. And so, and from my understanding, from what I've, what I've read about, uh, about Randy Pitchford is that he loves the switch. He really, really likes the system. And so, you know, I I honestly thought when they announced three that we were going to get a, like a, isn't it called like the handsome Jack collection or like the, uh, the, I think that's maybe that's uh that's DLC for it. But I know like on the, uh, the Xbox one, there's like a, like a borderlands Two complete. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I, I'm kind of surprised. And I mean, I've never played this series. So I was actually really hoping that that would be the case. Have you, have you played borderlands before? 
I haven't. Um, I was really close to picking up two, and it came out at a time something else came out. So I'm I'm looking at three. They just dropped a video today for it, and it looks phenomenal. Or they leaked a screen capture or something. I can't remember. Um, it looks phenomenal from what I saw. I'm wondering if the Switch would be able to run it. I, I think it would be able to because of Doom and everything you said, you know, Doom, Wolfenstein. I just don't know. Maybe it's not up to Randy Pitchford. Uh, I, I don't know. I, if you're a developer, I would don't see why you wouldn't want everything on the Switch. It's selling so well. Games are doing so great on, on the Nintendo platform right now. If you're a developer, I, I imagine you would want to do anything you can to get a game onto the Switch, right? I mean, doesn't that make sense? It, it does. It does. The, only, the one thing I'm wondering is if they don't want to take away from the sales of three. And so they're just strictly focusing on that. And maybe after it drops, they can. Uh, and who knows? Maybe uh, like we know that they're releasing Bulletstorm. Right. That's a gearbox game. Yeah. Right. Here's the other thing. Uh, Borderlands two. I believe. Let's see here. Uh, well, we won't get our hopes up for the latest entry in the series. The first uh, or second game would be fun to play. This is from Nintendo life. Of course, previously noted the second entry in the series already been released on the Vita and the shield hardware. Hmm. So. It sounds like this one could just be waiting in the now. I don't know how it played on Vita. I don't know how it plays yeah. on Shield, but it sounds like this could could definitely be a possibility. I just am wondering if if Gearbox is like, no, let's make sure three gets all of its, you know, because I mean, I don't know. <laughs> am I going to buy three? Probably not. But if they were releasing like one and two on the Switch. I definitely wouldn't be buying three. I'd be buying one and two on the switch so I could play those on the go and, and, you know, get that, that looter shooter experience that, that I would love to see on the switch. Right. So absolutely. um, Yeah. It's it, it could happen. It got me thinking about gearbox a little bit. And do you remember their game? Oh, what was it called? It literally the, Oh my gosh, the uh, the name just escaped me. It came out the same time as uh, as Overwatch, but it uh, Battleborn was the name of it, and it was okay. a similar game to Overwatch. And I'm like, it got me thinking. Like, I wonder if that game could find a second life on on the Switch, you know? But th- they'd have to hurry, right? And and it looks like they're going to be going. You know, we're getting Bulletstorm anyway, so I'm sure Battleborn is probably um done for but but it wasn't a bad game like i played battleborn i have it on the i have it on the uh uh the xbox one it wasn't it wasn't a terrible game it's just that it got overshadowed so quickly by oh yeah i mean that was an unfortunate timing (laughs) it really really was it really was so so yeah so there that you know who knows what's happened with borderlands fingers crossed we see we see one or at least two make its way over to the switch it'd be great Mario Maker 2 new features from a poster that they showed off in Japan. I don't know if you had a chance to see any of this, but there's some 
some pretty, pretty cool things. Uh, one of the things that people were kind of wondering about is were we going to see a, a cat Bowser? And if you look at this poster, the answer is yes, you will. Cause you can see, you can see him there. I don't know what he's, what he looks like. He's firing something. I'm not really sure. The pictures are kind of blurry. And then the more you zoom in, the kind of the blurrier they get. But um, huh. one of the things worth noting, you remember in, you remember in super Mario world, the blocks where you could like look up and then look over and look up and look over. And you would, after you hit them, you would kind of like a snake block in a way, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. They show super Mario brothers play style with one of those blocks is what it looks like, which wasn't in the first game, uh, hmm. at least in that art style, like certain, I, I believe you could, uh, I don't know for sure, actually. So it might be the first time we're seeing them period, but it's definitely the first time we're seeing them in super Mario brothers. Uh, game explain has some great videos guys. If you want, they've got like, you could spend about two hours listening to them go over, um, the first trailer and then there's probably another 20 minutes or so of talking about these um, pictures in the, on this poster. The weird thing about this picture that I don't quite understand is Mario on the first picture is one. He's in a jungle theme, but there's water. So it kind of, it's kind of similar. Like, I wonder if this is the, the kind of level where you can have, you could swim or you can also jump out. That's what this looks like. But Mario is, is, is the small Mario, but he's huge. Like he's, he's bigger than the cheap cheeps and the ghosts that are on the screen. It's a little bit confusing on what, what is taking place here. Cause he's not like it's, it, he look and he has the blue, uh, the blue overalls on like kind of like the, uh, the 30th anniversary amiibo when you, um, and now that would happen in the 30th. If you had the 30th anniversary amiibo in Mario maker on the Wii U, if you scanned it in, you would be a giant version of small Mario, but he's not as big as that one. It's kind huh. of strange. What's what's going on here. It's kind of got a few people scratching their head. So um, the other thing you can see is you can see it looks like enemies and items are being hung on the tracks that you can um, typically ride one of the blocks on through the level. It looks like they're just kind of hanging there. Uh, we also have a variety of different pipes. And the other thing that kind of caught people's attention on this picture with the pipes is it looks like there's a like like a like a post with a sign on it. And that's making people wonder if we're going to get something similar to the Miiverse, where it's like the way that would work is you could draw little pictures or leave little notes like, hey, make sure to jump twice here because, you know, or watch out for the watch out for the hidden block or things like that. you could give little clues, little hints. And so some people are kind of wondering, like, is that is that what we're seeing in this picture or is it just a white block? We don't really, we don't really know. And you can see two of them in the photo, I believe one of them, the, the bonsai bill is kind of uh, going over the top of. So just a, a lot of interesting things you've got the, uh, you've also got uh, like stalactites or whatever at the top of the ceiling that are made of ice. And some people are kind of wondering like, well, can you shake those, make them bigger, make them so they fall like they do in the new super Mario brothers games 
you know, where you can, you can, they become platforms if you need them to be. Sometimes they would block you out of like getting a coin, the big coin that you needed. And so pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool hmm. stuff. We're going to, we're going to dig in deeper onto Mario maker in our, uh, in our talking points. So we'll keep on, we'll keep on going through the news here, but um, pretty, they're just kind of leak. It's, it's funny the way they're just kind of leaking things out. They're not, like they gave us some details right with the with the trailer but like it's it stuff's just still kind of kind of uh just just leaking out you know here and there I, so yeah they know what they're doing i don't think they're accidental leaks at all i mean they're they're using us to generate buzz for their their products it's it's brilliant so it it's and it's working it's definitely yeah. working uh Next up, hidden boost mode in Switch's latest firmware update enables speedier loads. You kind of got a little info on this. Yeah, so uh, there, I haven't tested it myself yet, but um, from what I've read, a couple users have tested uh, Legend of Zelda with the new um, 8.00 is able to load a new save file in 21 seconds instead of 31 seconds. And you're able to fast travel, uh, what was it, from 19 seconds to 11 seconds. Um, that's a pretty substantial improvement just from, you know, a boost feature. So, you know, you're cutting down fast travel by almost half. You're cutting down loads into a save game by 10 seconds. You know, so you know, cutting it by what 33 percent so that's pretty solid the one thing you were saying too that it may end up uh having a having a uh an effect on the battery yeah so far the only um concern that has been brought up is uh potential that it's going to affect battery life but uh, we we need to get you know this is one of those things where if Nintendo would talk to us they'd be a lot better but the theory is the boost comes and goes it's not like they're overclocking the CPU all the time they're overclocking the CPUs when they need to so the game's able to call on more more power when it's doing things like loading um so supposedly it should be negligible but um you know again we we need to test it and double check but hopefully it's negligible and everyone gets increased load times and back to gaming yeah i like it i like it this is kind of some bad news an indie dev hit a code editor in his eShop title and the game has now been removed i i was reading about this earlier today he went on to twitter and and posted like get it to load here it says uh dear ruby devs and game devs i have a crazy announcement i want to share please boost last week i released a dark room to the nintendo switch within the game i also shipped a ruby um interpreter and a code editor as an easter egg this easter egg effectively turns every consumer spec nintendo switch into a ruby machine uh download a dark room from the u.s and europe uh, eShop, connect the USB keyboard and press certain key, follow the on screen instructions. Well, this 
turned into a very bad day for this gentleman. So he speaking to Eurogamer says, I deeply regret how this has blown up. Uh, and it, I mean, it goes on and on like he uh, apparently what he, you know, claims is that he wanted to be able to give kids the ability to code and maybe get some of their parents back into coding who had walked away from it. I don't know. Not a, like uh I yeah. I'm I'm not sure what <laughs> what I really think about. Did you see this? Yeah, I saw it. I I don't know what this guy was thinking. I That's not that's not an Easter egg. <laughs> you know, that's that's absolutely breaking your terms of service with Nintendo. Like what are you what are you doing? Yeah. And then you actively are tweeting it out to boost your sales because that's the only reason I could imagine you would say, hey, I left this in there. If you want to find it, go download my game. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so. you know, it's, un- it's unfortunate. Um, and my understanding, too, is I don't I mean, it wasn't sandboxed or anything. So. um. Yeah, yeah, it just silly, silly things people do. Silly. So, Darkroom was removed from the eShop on the 26th of April. Um, we learn of likely reasons of its re- uh, of its removal through the weekend. This is uh, this is Circle Entertainment speaking to Eurogamer. Uh, it says we're liaising uh, liaising with Nintendo to clarify on the next steps, and we'll deal with the matter accordingly. Um, they are regret- regretful circumstances and we apologize for this issue we've always worked hard to carefully follow nintendo's process and terms throughout our history of publishing on dsiware 3ds eShop, wii u eShop, and nintendo switch eShop. and we are sorry um, that there were evidently that there has evidently been issues with this title until we clarify the next steps with nintendo we can't offer any further comment so yeah kind of a i don't just such a such a weird such a weird deal and i mean you go through any of the comment sections and it was like it's like what what was this guy thinking you know <laughs> like what 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 was he what was he doing what was he doing so i don't know kind of a kind of a big mistake to make unfortunately let's see the last thing we have here oh mortal kombat another realm just released a patch for mortal kombat 11 that gives players free currency to address the loot box issues and also made it easier to make the currency so of course i mean the internet went just crazy because you know you could buy the the ability to buy different uh, skins and things like that very very like free to play model stuff happening here but on a $60 title and then in order to grind stuff out we're talking about hours and hours and hours and hours of uh, of playing the internet doesn't like that you know <laughs> they don't they don't like that when it comes to games they paid $60 for they want access to the content and so um uh, another room immediately backed off. The crazy thing is mortal Kombat was already on sale with best buy today, 10 bucks off. Wow. So switch to, I believe all of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so, uh, that's quick. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good that they address that, you know, it's something that needed to be needed to be taken care of. And so 
So that's good. It's just unfortunate that, you know, that you see stuff like that happening, right? Like you would think in, in, in the modern world with the way the internet is and how games like star Wars got treated, you know, like, well, it, it this seems isn't like, as bad as Star Wars, right? This was just cosmetic, as far as I understand. I mean, it... Like, like Star Wars was holding Luke Skywalker behind a paywall, essentially. Like, that's, gonna, that's going to arm the masses. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I've seen... I saw some Reddit posts. I saw some, some YouTube videos saying it was going to be like $6,500 to unlock everything. Um, some of the comments went in to say like, no, that's not actually the case. Like, you know, you can, you can just unlock some of the stuff by playing the game. And, uh, they even kind of made it sound like that number wasn't completely accurate, you know? So, but of course, you know, you get, you get a little bit of clickbait to get more, more, more views or whatever. Sure. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm torn on all that stuff. I, I don't care so much for cosmetic items. Generally, I like the first outfit of whatever character I, I first encounter them in best. Um, so for me, they can charge whatever they want. I'm probably not going to buy it. You know, it doesn't bother me. And, and I'm happy to to let other people spend money on that so they can give me free DLC, you know, levels and everything <laughs> else. Like, I'd, I'd much rather that. So... Yeah, there's also a season pass. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> just that's where things go wrong. Now, now you're now you're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, they they, I just yeah, decisions were made. Not the best. Huh. Not the best. So, um, anyway, let's get on to uh, let's get on to some some fun stuff in our talking points. Here we go. All right. So you have never played Mario Maker, right? Correct. None of it. I, DS, the 3DS, no. Wii U. I got rid of my Wii U before Mario Maker came out. Um, when it came out, I was pretty bummed and considered buying another one. But I was like, I can't buy it for one game. Um, That's all so of us. No. We just all bought it for one game. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I bought it for. Well, I I just bought it because it was Nintendo. Who am I kidding? Right. So, um, you drink yeah, the Kool Aid. I I really really wanted to play it. Um, and then I watched streams and videos of it and realized maybe I don't want to play this because I'm watching some of the trolliest trolls create levels and it would just infuriate me. Oh, were but you in my I'm, stream? Did you see the level I made recently? No. Was <laughs> it? Well, yeah, please do tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made one, one mistake that allowed people to finish it without having to use the warp pipe. So I have to adjust it a little bit, but it's nothing but like jump here, hit a hidden block and you're dead. Like you fall to your death, you know, and if you hit that block and survive, then a ghost comes out of it or something else. So it's like, uh, so you, you have to be able to beat it, right. To publish it. Correct. Okay. Okay. So someone somewhere has beat all these horrible levels at least once. So, uh, I, the completion rate is, is less than 2% on that level that I put up. 
So I believe the only person to beat it was Mr. Cool Red Luigi. And like I said, he was able to uh, hit an invisible block and jump to it to skip the probably the hardest section of Hmm. my level. And so. I don't even know how people would beat it without without looking. How did did you beat it without? Because like I tested it to where like so what the the, when you warp into the second part, you have to jump over this flame. But then there's a P switch above that flame. So you have to hit it. It's invisible. You wouldn't know it's there. And then you have to jump over. Uh there's another block that you can jump into or jump off of to hit another invisible block. Then you can jump over, get the P switch, jump back to where the pipe drops you in, hit another invisible block, jump on it, hit another invisible block, jump on it and then jump through. It was in super Mario world art style. So the, the smiley face blocks that spin, but those are also the ones that turn into coins. Once you, um, once you hit the P switch, I would then throw that P switch down on that, the, the invisible block jump off of it, like hit it and then jump as far as I could all the way to the left, which is counterintuitive for what you typically do in a Mario game. And there was two donut blocks with a P switch door. And so if you missed it, you had to start back at the beginning. There's no checkpoints. And so anyway, that's uh, hmm. that would just give you an idea. And then it, that door took you into a room with a, with a Bowser and a ton of invisible blocks that every time you hit a spiny would come out of and there's hammer brothers up above raining down, raining down hammers. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't want Mario maker. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not gonna enjoy levels like that, but I do do want to play the game and I'm very excited for two. Well, here's the thing. Nintendo has a great way of curating these levels to where like that one will probably fall into like like super expert. Right. Whereas if there's certain levels that the creators are so um, are just so ingenious that like you don't even have to touch your controller. It just everything happens. It bounces Mario off of blocks and you hit different switches and levers and things like that. And it takes you all the way through. You just don't touch anything because if you try to, you'll die. So you just let the game play and it plays for you. There's uh, and and so what happens is you've got like you've got like easy, normal. I, I think maybe hard than expert and super expert. I think that's how they okay. break them down. And and you give you're given 100 Mario's to get from like to beat X amount of levels to rescue Peach because she gets kidnapped by a couple Goombas show up and it's all the eight bit stuff. They grab her and they take her back to the castle. And then you just play through these user generated levels. And it's, it's really, it's really a lot of fun. Like that's, that's, that's the, the, that's the most fun you're going to have. If you have this game on 2ds or 3ds, uh, you can create stuff, but you can't upload it and you can't download specific stuff, unfortunately. So you're the most fun you're going to have with, with maker on like 3ds is, doing that well that's going to go away on the switch you're going to have access to being able to download your friends levels um, upload your friends levels and that's one of the things that makes like streaming this game so much fun is that uh people will jump into your chat and you can they can they'll upload their levels and then until you play their levels on stream you know and maybe they can give you clues or hints if you need it if it's really hard or 
maybe they'll tell you like, Hey, this is one you don't want to touch your controller or things like that. Sometimes mm. one of the best ones is as you, pl- as you didn't touch anything, you just let the level play. Uh, you get Rickrolled. It would play. Huh. <laughs> would, that was one of the, that was one of the early, one of the early stages I remember seeing for, uh, uh, for makers. So, um, That's so, awesome. so with all that being said, what are some of your hopes and dreams for Mario maker two? Did they confirm that the U S pre-order is going to come with stylus? I don't think so. Not yet, but I, I can't imagine that not happening. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a hope and dream of mine. I think I think that'd be really cool. Um, and and you can buy third party ones. You know, it just seems to be a standard stylus you can get for any tablet, right? But it doesn't look as cool as that one. So I Very I true. I saw it. I saw the UK version. I want it. So that's an immediate hope and dream. Um, one more thing: the I UK do- is getting right now that we're not, or the Europe. As a steel book. Why, why won't they do that for us? Uh, that would be cool. So this is a game I'm definitely going to buy physical because I've been buying all first party titles physically. Not really sure why that's just how I started and the path I'm going now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I would love to have a steel book. That'd be awesome. Um, so one question I have for you, do you find that you have more fun playing or creating with Mario maker? Honestly, I think it's equal, right? Okay, because wow. it, and it kind of depends. It, it depends too, because it's going to be a different experience for everybody. Like if you're streaming it, it's really fun to have that, like that interaction. Like I, I hadn't done this until recently, but people were submitting levels. I was playing and chat was really involved because they're like, oh, this level's cool. Like, oh, I like seeing, oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about doing that. Like you can gain inspiration from watching some of these other levels, right? And so, so that was a ton of fun watching me be completely sadistic and make the level I was creating was also like lots of good laughs and me doing my, you know, my, my evil scientist laugh and things like that. Just, um, it it was, it was a blast. And then just playing through, like one of the things I want to hope to do, I I hope to do is to get, uh, to get decent enough that you know, I can play through some of the super expert levels and things like that, where you're, you're pulling off some of the, some of the trickier moves that uh, are just, it's really cool to watch. Right. And yeah. so like uh, there's, there's this game is almost like this uh, kind of like a trifecta of like, well, you can build, you can play levels or you can, you can try to um, really get good at expert levels, you know, or just some people, like some people stream where they just try to do like the hundred Mario challenge or the super expert without having to skip a level. Right. That's kind of the, that's kind of the thing. And how many times can they get through super expert without skipping? You know, they'll have a little counter going and things like that. So there's there's what's crazy about it is just how how much is at your fingertips. And some of it's even community driven, right? Because even without streaming, but that's the other thing. If you're a creator, you can jump into a stream and be like, hey, will you play my level? And then it's showcased on stream. Other people can then check it out as well. You know, there's 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 a lot to it. If you're not streaming, you're still going to have a ton of fun, whether you're, whether you're sitting watching the office and creating a stage, you know, in tablet form or, uh, just playing through a hundred, you know, hundred Mario challenge. There's still so much fun. And it, I mean, and if you're a Mario fan and you're a side scrolling fan, 
it's unlimited levels is really what yeah. it boils down to. And I think based on what we've seen from Nintendo, like one of my biggest hopes and dreams is just support for this game. Like they kind of left the first game high and dry and they kind of left the community high and dry and it really kind of frustrated a lot of people. And so at this time I would really love to see just really, really great support for this, uh, for this game. So that's that's probably one of the most important things, honestly. But it's going to be crazy how to incorporate, like, you know, the cat suit Mario and the way some of those levels look and, you know, the bonsai bill and these clear pipes. And, you know, are we going to see pipes that can shoot Mario out of them? Like in the new Super Mario series, you know, that's one of the things that that Game Explain asked when they saw that poster. And they're like, look at all the different colored pipes. Are they going to do something different based on their color? Cause it used to be, I think it was just green in the first one. And then we started seeing green and red in these trailers. Now we're seeing yellow and blue also. Hmm. So there's, there's, that's the other thing too. There's so much, like there's so many questions still with, with this next game and what it's going to bring. So, um, yeah. So because I haven't played the first, I'm, probably in the minority that i'm i'm hoping for a lot of the first game in this um but you know hopefully for everyone else it's not a mario maker 1.5 you know it's it's a proper sequel so all of you who've spent hundreds thousands of hours in the first one you don't feel like you're wasting your money but you know for me i think this is going to be a completely awesome experience regardless of what we get so um, you know, it, it, the first game was made so well that even if it is more of a 1.5, I still feel like there's so much value to it, you know, cause I, I mean, and you know, I'm not, I don't, I can't say that I'm the norm when it comes to <laughs> buying Nintendo games and things like that, but I'm or Mario. Uh, uh, yeah. Mario in general. Right. And so, but I'm, I'm very excited to, to play this game again. I'm, I think what I'm more excited about is because it's such a great community experience. And I think that was the, the Mario maker directory on Twitch is one of the most um, thriving Nintendo directories period. And I think, I think when Mario maker two launches, we're going to see such a huge part of the community come together. And I think there's going to be so much content for this game that we're talking years and years and years to come. We're going to be, we're going to be playing it. And it wouldn't surprise me to see this game sell so well. If we started seeing, you know, since we've seen them take 3d world and add the, that art style, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw 64, not as a 3d game, but as an art style, possibly down the road or Mario two down the road, or maybe they're already there and they just haven't even told us yet. You know, we don't, we don't know, but all of that kind of just uh, gets me excited for what, what this game can offer. And I think, I think one of the things that could help it is, is the more each style of each art style is, is the same while at the same time still having its differences. I think that's one of the things that really helps this game shine because it's, if everything was just super Mario one, I think it would kind of lose its luster pretty quick, but because you can change between those two. And now we're seeing like, you know, I don't even know if we've, if we've seen if cat suit is going to be available in everything or if it's only available in the 3d world art style, right. With the bells and that kind of stuff. 
you know, cause you don't get the, you don't get the Cape from super Mario world in super Mario brothers. You get the fire flower, the star and the mushroom. That's it. Then in Mario three, you get the raccoon tail, you know, and fire flower okay. also. And yeah. so, so that's, that's the other aspect of it. It's like, it's not just like, Oh wow. I could just play super Mario brothers levels. No, you're talking Mario three Mario world, new super Mario now 3d world. I mean, there's going to be so much, so much that they do. And, and so too, if they did Mario two, where they added the, you know, being able to pull, like pick the enemies up and toss them and things like that, I think it would be possible the, the question is, is there enough difference in that game that, that it would justify being its own mode? And would people really enjoy it? That I, I don't really know. For, for two? Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty unique to, to every other Mario, right? I mean, it's the biggest not like the change other. is just picking stuff up and throwing it right. Like over your head or whatever, like pulling the, yeah. pulling the radishes, that kind of stuff. And so, but then the, the and being able to ride on top of Birdo. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But then that also makes me wonder too, like, well, could we see game boy support, right? Where we see super Mario land and then super Mario land two and things like that. Like that'd be cool. There's, that'd be cool. there's so much, right? There's so much that they could add down the road, DLC packs or, or free DLC, whatever the case may be. Like th- there's a lot that they could do to this game for a long period of time. And they've said they want to do games as a service. And this really, this game lends itself to that. And as is as much as they have, like I've already said, as much as they've been supporting their games, like Mario tennis aces and, you know, smash and Splatoon, Rest in peace, Mario Kart. They don't ever support it with anything but Labo updates. But uh, um, as as much as that has been um, been happening, I think there's really the potential for this game to um, to really thrive and um, be able to uh, really kind of bring the community together because it's really it's really what this game does. What's so unique is it's not a multiplayer game where you're jumping in and playing with people, but you're getting to experience each other's levels and things like that. And so. You know, that's the one thing I'm looking forward. One of the things I'm looking forward to the most is just firing up a stream and just having everybody be like, you got to play my level. You got to play my level. And just, you know, I don't have to do, I don't have to do anything except for play levels for that entire stream, you know? Yeah. And, and I can't wait because I love to see people's creativity and what they come up with. So it'll be, it, it'll be cool. And I, it's, what's funny is I hear people say like, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not gonna be able to create anything cool. It's like, you know, what, just throw that out the window. Like do just do, you don't have to share what you're making get a, get a hang, get, get, get the feel for it. A lot of the levels that I really enjoy creating, I tried to stay true to the super Mario brothers uh, formula of like, okay, there's going to be some challenge with some platforming, but it's still going to be completely doable versus like these Kaizo levels that are, you know, just, just like completely crazy. And you die really fast all the time. Like, you know, you know, and that's, that's what other people have said too. They come in, they're like, Oh, I like my levels to be able to be completed, but I don't like them to be too easy. You know? Yeah. And, and and I think those are the perfect level, right? You know, challenging, but not, not, not trolling. Yeah. Not trolling. Exactly. Not the level where you're the, uh, what is that little trampoline thing? (laughs) Did you see that tweet today? I saw that tweet, but I've seen that video before where, uh, and maybe it wasn't the tweet, but it's something similar where Mario is that. 
and everything else in that world is that and it, they're all like <laughs> so so he had to beat that one time he or she had to beat it one time to right like don't don't do that that just although that would be funny to 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 frustrate your way through on stream so maybe it's worth it no yeah it can it can make some good laughs so so all right well hey let's uh let's wrap this thing up All right, boss, where can people find you? Uh, you'll find me Twitter, Discord, Nintendo, Xbox, you know, everywhere. Hate zero. I love it. I love it. A- any any Twitch in your near future? Any horse stables? Uh, anything? <laughs> uh, you know, I just recently started setting my stuff back up. So I think I'm going to try to figure out, you know, maybe just one day a week throwing throwing some Twitch streams up of something ridiculous. So we'll see what we can do. Got to come play some Mario Kart with us one of these days. <clears throat> that, uh, yeah, I mean, that's still Mondays. Yeah, yeah, it's happening Mondays. It's happening every... We're doing it late night on Fridays, late night on Saturdays now, it seems like, so... Um, it's yeah, it's out of control. It. Fridays and Saturdays, we actually jump into uh chat, voice chat. So it's kind of like like old like the good old days, you know, like voice chat, <laughs> not voice chat on the app, voice chat in Whoa, Discord, right? And uh, we do jump into voice chat on the app, and then you hear people over the speakerphone spoil Avengers Endgame stuff. <laughs> <laughs> people are the worst. They really are. This is why we can't have nice things. Exactly. Exactly. So. But all right, well, cool, man. Cool. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all the places is that N64 Josh. Um, I got a ton of videos on YouTube. Guys, if you want to subscribe over there and check some of that stuff out, I really appreciate it. I'm doing a daily vlog. If you want to see the unboxing of this uh, power glove and that kind of stuff, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be up on the on the YouTube tonight. Um, we got to, we got the subreddit. If you want to get involved in the conversation there, it's n64josh.com slash R. That's just the letter R. Um, you can find the show notes for this episode, n64josh.com slash NPC203. You can find the podcast chat is asking. You can find this uh, podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, it is available. Um, if you want to email the show, you got a question, comment, whatever, uh, NPC at n64josh.com. If you want to get yourself a free book from audible, go to audibletrialcom slash NPC. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPC, you automatically save $10 checkout. Guys, if you want to get some merch, I got a lot of merch available. If you go to N, uh, n64josh.com slash store, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, Probably my favorite. Everybody that's playing Mario Kart right now, I've got the uh, the blue shell, and under it, it says "Hello Darkness, my old friend." It's probably one of my favorites in the store right now, so you can check that out. Um, of course, Discord n64josh.com/discord and Facebook group n64josh.com/facebook group. Come hang out. We'd love to see you. Bye, guys.